0: Welcome to the seventh episode of Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host Jason Hall, and joining me again this week is my illustrious co-host, Mister Clay Dotson. Clay, what's that? Like,
1: more like delicious co-host. <laughs> mm. mm, let me have. it's technically our eighth episode, right? But one episode guest starred uh, well, what's his
0: name? That's and it, the we other had there. Okay, so well on the. <laughs> on on the, on the straight, just rambling from nowhere episodes. this is number seven. That includes the first one that I did with Derek. And then, so, as we talked about, sixth one with you, seventh right. one with me, and then we had a bonus episode with TJ. And I don't...
1: You're going to have to, like, if you do another one with TJ, you're going to have to do, like, bonus episode with TJ. You're going to have to give, like, TJ's due. It has to be, like, TJ's corner or something.
0: I think we well, should...
1: I think that's a great idea.
0: The hard thing about doing – I would like to do more. I'd even like to have TJ on with us, but the problem is he's in Finland, and it's it, it took us forever to get a, uh, a, a time, what a working time. Do need time. To be up
1: to, what time do I need to be up to do
0: that? Uh, what time did we record that one? I can't remember. Um,
1: Four o'clock in the morning.
0: No, it wasn't that bad. I think we did it like at seven or eight or something like that, if I'm thinking right. But um, he works a, a mid-shift job, and that's hard to work around, too. Um, I think he works, like, 2 to 10 or something like that. So, you know, you have to work on that, too. So, but um, I don't know. We, we're getting ready to get into Halloween stuff, so we'll, uh, we'll see what happens on that. Um, as everybody probably knows, it's on the page. I've been laid up sick for the better part of the week. Uh, I guess Monday night was when I went down for the count and then went to the doctor, and I've been uh, quarantined to my man cave slash Disney princess uh, cave.
1: It's It's Disney princess cave
0: now.
1: Let's not not joke around here. It's Disney princess cave. No,
0: there's still a – I've got – a Doctor Who poster up and... Um, no, no, there's still a Doctor Who poster here. I've got some Star Wars toys up and, uh, right. you know, stuff like that. So it's not completely taken over yet. But it's now being taken over because we're getting ready for the babies. So we're having to redo our entire house. And so now there's all kinds of crap in here. I basically made a little a little hole in the room and, with the couch and the TV, and I just... Passed out there. So, but anyway, uh the format's gonna be a little different this week. We're not gonna do a main event. We're just gonna uh, go over some news and uh, just basically talk a little bit. Probably won't be as long as normal because I don't know how long my voice will hold up, to be honest with you, Clay. You may have to do more talking than me. Oh, God. I don't
1: think people need that in their lives.
0: So, but um, anyway, uh, what you been into this week?
1: Um, hmm. nothing much. You know, I walked around an old mall. I was in McManus. I was riding back from Manchester went to see my grandmother, and I went and checked out their mall. And their mall, of course, is nothing like you know, like a Nashville mall or something that like Mall of America, if you will. It's just a mall that's got like two in stores, and then you have all the stores inside. But you know, this was like like a ghost town. It was very weird and uh it just felt like uh a kid again walking through there, except there's no stores They had a Sears or not excuse me, not a Sears, but a roses. You remember Roses?
0: oh yeah, yeah,
1: I didn't think that was a lot, but I don't know why I stopped by there. It's just uh it's just you know I was bored, it was a nice day, I was just riding around back roads in Manchester Meville, and I was riding through the town and yeah, so that was weird and then uh I beat borderlands three that was actually- it's actually a very good story, I'm surprised um. It's weird uh, doing this today on a Thursday because usually I'm like, comic book day. But yesterday was comic book day. The new Powers of X came out, and it was good. I mean there's not been a bad issue. Now, this is nothing like explosive like some of the other issues have been. This is like more or less world building, and I'm not going to say anything right now because I don't want to spoil it for you. But um, I really like how uh, Jonathan Hickman writes Emma Frost. I think him and uh, what's-his-name wrote the best Emma Frost. Morrison. Yes, Grant Morrison. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. Um, when I was at the comic store, like I guess I'd gotten there a little earlier, but I guess uh, everyone else was starting to show up, and it was actually pretty busy. Uh, Charlie Henry showed up. I haven't talked to Charlie forever, and uh, he came in and gave me a hug and everything. He was talking about their podcast they do there at Mountaintop, and then he was all like, uh, so – Back in the game? And I was like, yeah, yeah, back in the game, man. Just collecting X Men, though. He's like, there's so much good stuff. And then all the other guys started chiming in about what I should be collecting. And I was like, stop, you know, like a former drug addict. No, I'm not about that life no more. Stop it. But
0: supposedly <laughs> Immortal
1: Hulk is really good.
0: Yeah, and he I was talking about it when, when I was in that.
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of what's his name uh, that uh, did that run a long time ago when we went to the theater. Bruce.
0: Bruce Jones. Bruce Jones,
1: yeah, I remember that being Mm -hmm. uh, like a very weird but fun comic to read.
0: Yeah, I had a a hard time digesting that when he took over because he came off the Peter David run, and Peter David's always been my favorite uh, Incredible Hulk rider, so it was a hard pill to swallow.
1: Um, But yeah, they kept trying to get me to read other stuff, and I'm like, no. Stop it. But then again, you know, when House of X, Power of X ends, then it's like five other, it, like five other new series take over after that.
0: So, well, I told him when I was in there last time, uh, I was hoping to get to go tomorrow, but I'm still under quarantine, so I may have to beg my wife to go by and pick up my comic books for me. But anyway, I told him to uh, go ahead and get me all of the series, <laughs> the X-Men one.
1: Well, like I said, me and my brother have been eating it up. I don't have anybody to talk to about this besides you and my brother. My brother is too busy working. You're too busy dying. And I don't have anyone else to talk to about it. I feel kind of lonely. But I'm I'm getting
0: there. I'm getting there. I picked up that King Thor. I didn't know if I told you that last time I picked it up. I still haven't read it, but I picked it up just because I really like it. Jason Aaron and and, so. And I've liked what he's done with Thor, but I'm trying my best. I'm like you, um, just trying to stay away from getting sucked back down that whole, uh, co- whole comic book uh, mess. Because man, yeah, I man,
1: I mean, I saw this dude in front of me. He's like had like ten comics. I was like, man, that reminds me of me, except twenty comics. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: you walk out on a Wednesday, you know, sixty bucks easy back in the day, so. And now I can only uh,
1: imagine with the prices that have yeah. been up by almost two dollars.
0: Yeah, now I walked out like, the other day. Back in
1: my day, our comic book was two ninety nine.
0: I walked out the other day and I got I had uh, the two X Men that I missed and I picked up um, something else. But anyway, I walked out feeling good. I was like, man, I only spent twelve bucks that time. Like, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, other than that, man, uh, everything's good. I actually just got off work, so it's a lot different recording, you know, in the evening than it is at night, because usually by the time you're ready to go, I'm just tired and out of it. Um, I do want to mention one thing. I saw where Glenn, good friend Glenn, had mentioned that Rogues Gallery podcast about Biff, and so mm-hmm. uh, I immediately started listening to it towards the end of my work day, and I was listening to it in the Jeep on the way home. Um they make a really good point about the Back to the Future movies that, of course, me and you have made. Um, of course. But, of course, of course, it's Back to the Future Part 3 being better than Part 2. But I totally uh, <laughs> identified with what he was saying, though. As a kid, I remember being like, Back to the Future 2 is cool, right? Because it's futuristic, have, have all this you know, crazy stuff going down, hoverboards, uh, best of crime lord, kingpin now, dark times, whatever. Um And then you have part three, and it's in the West. I think it took me growing up out of that, you know, that kid, 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 excuse me, that kiddom to start appreciating the adult themes uh, of Back to Future Part Three, which a lot of it is, it kind of mirrors like uh, Back to Future Part One, you Mm know, and the relationship between Marty and Doc. And that's how I felt about Star Wars. Now, as a kid, Empire Strikes Back is like, eh, there's not a lot of star fights in that, you know. But Return of the Jedi, I love the hell out of that one because you have the you know the battle over Endor. But when I got older, I love Empire Strikes Back more because I can appreciate the themes, you know, mm-hmm. in Part Two, how it's different from Part One and Part Three. Um, but yeah, that was a really good uh, link on the Facebook. Thanks, Glenn.
0: Yeah, I've been listening. To that. He did that one, and I was trying to find the other one that he had posted from the same podcast and. I can't find it right now, but, um, uh, I, I don't know, but it, it was, they were both good. So anything else?
1: Uh, no, I'm ready to talk about random stuff.
0: Well, what have I done this week? Uh, I, I guess I've,
1: I am kind of rude, huh? Besides you being dead, I guess could have asked like, Hey man, what you
0: been up to? That's all right. I have uh. I put out, as soon as I found out that I was going to be quarantined for the next few days, I put out a message on Facebook and asked people to uh, give me su- some suggestions as to what I should watch while I'm laid up half dead. And uh, I got some good ones, and I have watched a bunch of stuff, so we will go over some stuff. But while I'm looking that up, um, have you did you get to try the Apple Arcade stuff? No,
1: I don't really care. I did and Look. it's good
0: it's good. It is a uh, it's a uh, it's a good mix of games. you get a month for free, so you might as well try it uh, right now on my phone I have um, this is just Apple Arcade stuff uh, Sayonara, which is a kind of a rhythm game. Uh, it's really good the two two rocket universe game, which is really good. Uh, what the Golf, which is fun. It's a uh, it's golf, but it, it goes some places. Uh, Grindstone, which is a match, kind of like a Puzzle Quest match game, in a way. Uh, I've just played a little bit, but it's pretty fun so far, and I downloaded Agent Intercept today, because it made me think it's Spy Hunter. But, like, all those are, you know, free to download with that, with the uh, uh, subscription. And I downloaded uh, Mario Kart World Tour.
1: That's what I was gonna bring up. Uh, have you played our it? intern at work? Our intern at work was talking about it on Wednesday, and I was like, I don't know if I could really play a Mario Kart without a standard controller.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I could play it with the original like Wii controller. I uh, need an actual controller because I mean the control. The best thing about Mario Kart, obviously, is the gameplay, but the controls have have not changed much since, and it's it's just Oh, Nintendo just gets it just they just get it right every time.
0: well, okay, first of all, it looks really good it it's It's a really good looking game um driving I don't know if i'm just not it's not able to wrap around my head where I'm taking medication or what, but like I can't do nothing but drift all the time, and it's really frustrating, but now when you drift. You know you know that feeling you have when you're doing a good drift and you're going back and forth with the stick and you oh, amping yeah. it up, you know. I get that feeling. But there's just something missing. Uh I saw the day I was looking in the controls. You can use tilt for it and stuff, but I never did care for it. tilt controls on the Wii one. Uh, whichever one was that seven that was on the Wii, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean it looks good. It could be fun, but they also offer a four ninety nine a month subscription that you can uh, sign up for, and they lock the two hundred CC courses behind that subscription. So yeah. I was like, so I was like, there is the Nintendo part of it coming out.
1: Oh, well, they gotta make money somehow, though.
0: I mean, well, yeah, but four ninety nine a month. I mean, I'm paying $4.99. ninety nine. I'm paying. Well, I'm not yet, but I'm paying five bucks a month, and I'm getting fifty games for free. Well, a hundred in the long run, but you know what I'm saying. You know, whereas you get two, you get like two bonus items and stuff like that with uh, Mario Kart. Um, that's my one problem. I love like how it.
1: mobile gaming has has got its own. Oh, it's not. It definitely has more than just a niche. I shouldn't say it's a niche. It's definitely uh, it's a huge, uh, I'm sure billion dollar service. Uh, or industry. Um, but it's so funny for, you know, like me and you, I would consider us gamers. You know, a lot of my friends, gamers. You know, we either play PC, the Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, etc. But then you've got people that I know that are like, oh, yeah, you waste your time on Nintendo. And then I'm sitting there watching them play some kind of mobile game, you know, that mm-hmm. there's like a thousand levels. And I'm like, well, what level are you on? Like 958? Nine, nine I'm like, geez. I was like, well, you're a gamer. And then he's like, no, I'm not.
0: <laughs> i like, yeah,
1: yeah. You literally have spent... 956 levels, and who knows how many times we have had to you know, try over and over again to beat a level, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's funny how mobile, the thing is I just don't really care much about mobile gaming, um, I, I think the one game I've still got on my phone I haven't deleted Sudoku, that's it, but I'm probably well, even
0: on that, so I have a few on here but I don't play any of them that much uh, it used to be Hearthstone, but like I said, I've, uh, purged that from my life, and, uh I'll try try something every once in a while or I'll hear about something like Donut County was a really good one that came out on mobile. It was hilarious. Um, But I wanted to try the arcade thing, and I'm digging it. I mean, it's pretty nice so far. So we'll see where it goes, though. But anyway, uh, so that was it really for games. I haven't haven't picked up a (laughs) controller. I take that back today. I sat down because I knew we were going to get to record because I was feeling like it. I got the uh, Sega Genesis Mini this week and I hadn't oh. touched I hadn't touched it because I you know the sickness and man you talk about a slick package it rivals the NES mini uh presentation wise and everything the controllers are spot on it is a three button genesis controller and it feels so nice. good in your hand uh presentation wise uh, everything looks good on the front screen uh you can save anywhere at any point in the games, like on the other mini consoles. Uh, all the games, I have, of course, I haven't played them all. I just wanted to get, just play a few games and, you know, see how it felt and stuff. And it, it I'm digging it so far. I am going to have to go. There's a $20, $20 six-button uh, Genesis controller that you can buy on Amazon. I'm going to pick one up because I just can't play Street Fighter with a 3 button controller. I mean, I can, but it's not my way to play, you know what I'm saying? But I agree. It, it felt real good. Everything felt good. Uh we'll have to give it a shot. You get two controllers and they're Genesis, I mean, it's it's the Genesis controller, same size and everything.
1: Are the wires so, long enough though? Cuz I know like yeah. that's kind of like good. They really okay, th- good. really
0: fixed that after the whole uh NES short wire debacle. Yeah. I need to get an extension. Even the Playstation
1: one was short too. I mean we had yeah, to like sit well, on the floor. Okay, you know where a bunch of kids
0: you know where my couch is or the love seat and then in relation to the T V so we yeah. did have to sit in the floor for Playstation stuff. I was I was sitting on my uh, love seat with the uh, Genesis one. So Oh
1: nice.
0: Uh it's got some good shooters on there that I never played uh well I hadn't played in a long time. Thunder Force three is the one that I tried, man, it's so good. It took me back to that. You know how sometimes that nostalgia will take over and just it'll take you right back to playing those games back in the day, and I was right there oh, yeah. with that. Because I hadn't played a side-scrolling shooter in a long time like that. So, you know, all of uh, gr- uh, Gradius or um, Life Force, you know, our type those types. Yeah. So anyway, that's about it for games. Um, I-, I can say right now that I am not – high on borderlands three. Um, I'm still trying to push through. Everybody's told me you need to push past the first few hours and it gets a lot better, but I'm having oh, yeah. a really hard time. I hit a real big brick in the wall the other night where I was ready to put it down for good. Once you got to sanctuary the first time and you were doing those, fetch, uh, fetch quests nonstop, you know? Yep. Uh, it, it was just like get to me and, uh, I was playing with Brandon, and he's like – he was giving Gears 5 a hard time, which, Brandon, I love you, but anyway. uh, He was like, I don't know, you know, do you really want to play the same thing over and over again, talking about horror mode? And I was like, Brandon, we're sitting here playing Borderlands 3, and it's the same thing over and over again that you've been doing. But, again, uh, that's just me. I know most people like it. Uh, I'm going to keep trying to push through. If I uh can get into it a little bit more because I think uh, that's
1: I think that's a valid point though, being the thing the the first couple of hours I think trying to get you to sanctuary three and then of course there's those fetch quests those are still very annoying mm-hmm. um a lot of that though I think too, especially on sanctuaries to try to get you used to sanctuary because it's it's a lot better yeah. than of course the original sanctuary. And there's different levels, and yes, at first I was getting lost and just getting like, this is annoying, this is dumb, and I just pushed through it. I've still got a ton of side quests to finish out, though, but um, once you start getting into the builds of each character, I know right now with uh, Moe's, that mech bear dude, oh god, I've changed it to like uh, having these little Gatling guns, and it is just fun. Um, Just tearing through people Got a bunch of really cool guns right now too I've got a shotgun from Torque But you know it's just going to be nothing but explosions It's a shotgun and it just shoots explosions And that's fun um, Yeah dude, it just really, you just got to power through it But in and also Brandon's argument about Gears being the same thing With Horde I love playing Horde mm-hmm. I mean I will play it over and over It's just a fun thing to get people together yeah. And then you try to level up And then you try to play the harder setting I have no issue with other games but uh teaching their own, everybody's gonna like their own I mean, have their own cup of tea and like, yeah, I, mean, no, I don't I'm, like I don't like the division like you guys do. I just, yeah. well, it's you just know, does I'm,
0: not interest me at all. I'm not knocking Brandon and I'm not knocking uh, Borderlands three. Um, I'm just not feeling it right now. And honestly a lot of that could be I put so much time into the first two that even after so long, you know, that the border, borderlands burnout. Could be a factor too i i don't know uh, I, we'll see like I said, well, I think I the,
1: the, the stuff, some of the stuff you did miss out on and i think I think this might be also fair to say you know you are a full time you know husband parent. You know, you work all the time. Here I am. I'm a single guy. I can sit there and devote my time. You know, if on a Saturday, if I don't want to do anything and I just want to sit at home and play Xbox all day, I can play Xbox all day. Now, you've got other responsibilities to attend to. You know, I make sure my responsibilities are attended to, of course, but, you know, if I've got some free time to play, I'm going to sit down and play. And I, I don't usually do play in large chunks of time. Mm-hmm. But for me, I felt like I enjoyed Borderlands 2 probably more than all my friends did because I still went back on there. I played a lot of the raid bosses that I don't think you guys even ever really sat down to try to play cause as you know the, the DLCs. There's always a new raid boss. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Destiny. I mean, we we played the crap out of Destiny for a while, but I don't think you ever got to enjoy like an actual raid, right? Did you ever play the Vault of Glass? Because that no, was like never it was fun.
0: Never did do any raid, right.
1: and and that was fun. But you see, I ha- I, I have that time though, because single, got no kids, got no wife. You know, I've got my two dogs, but you know, I I've, I've been able to sit there and actually, I guess, enjoy these parts of the end games of certain games. And the thing is, I just feel like you know. You just don't have that time. I think that's perfectly fine, too. That's
0: true. But speaking of having lots of free time, (laughs) (laughs) I've had a lot the last few days, and I found what I was looking for. Um, I'd put out a uh, uh, post on the group page and ask if anybody had any suggestions for things for me to watch. Uh, Let's see. Let me go down through here. So Josh uh, suggested the Righteous Gemstones, which I have not done still. So uh, Isaac suggested Legion, which I've always wanted to check out. Legion. Uh, I looked at I'm, it. I'm
1: through season one. I almost and watched
0: good, it. Good
1: recommendation.
0: Uh, Shannon uh, offered to let, loan me. I'm assuming it was uh, X Files or and, and or uh, uh, Chuck Norris. All of a sudden, just blew my mind. Texas Ranger. Yes. Uh, Walker Taylor well, you don't Stranger.
1: have a VHS player because I imagine Shannon has them all on VHS for some reason.
0: <sighs> she, yeah. Uh, Josh, <laughs> come back with uh, – and I still haven't watched Bad Times at at, at the Casino El Royale yet. Still haven't mm-hmm. watched it. Uh, Brandon suggested Iron Sky. Did not like Iron Sky that, as much as other people did. Uh, there's a sequel to it. Um, Isaac, come back with Steven Universe. I never have watched it. I've heard good stuff about it. Right. Uh, T.J. suggested The Night Comes for Us on Netflix. Have you ever seen that? No. Man, let me tell you, you need to watch it. You talk about some good – a good martial arts flick. Uh, it's got it's got the guy from The Raid that I can't remember his name, the main guy.
1: That's how you always explain it to me. Clayman, you need to watch it. It's <laughs> got that guy. <laughs> He's so good, man. Like, I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Which guy, though?
0: <laughs> it's the main – you know which one I'm talking about.
1: Hey, the,
0: main, know the, the main guy. The main one – I but man, that movie's good. It's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I'd already seen it. Uh, let's see. Catherine uh, suggested *The Princess Bride*, which *The Princess Bride*. I can watch. I don't really need to watch it. I've seen it so many times. That I know it by heart. Then she also said something about Hallmark, Hallmark movies, and that almost made me puke. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Let's see what else they have on here. Uh, Julius recommended *Flea Bag*. And you oh recommended God, back man. to me. too. now we're going to keep this clean, but man, that's I've watched, I watched. I'm going to get okay, this well, out of the way. That's fine if you want to. You,
1: uh, I,
0: it's. I watched. How much have you watched? I've watched three episodes right now.
1: I'm four episodes in, and okay. I mean, there's only like six episodes of season. I six think six it's of, only,
0: season two's out now. I think it. Yeah. I think it's dropped too. And I
1: think she's done. After season two, she's done. I don't enough. know.
0: But man But yeah,
1: I heard all that I heard that she picked up big of the Emmys and I yeah. saw where Julius had said, said something about that and so I was like, Alright, <laughs> it okay, it's definitely adult themes, so definitely don't watch this around your children and if you
0: yeah do not if you feel don't, comfortable. If you're not into like <laughs> vulgar humor, uh adult stuff th- like that. Th- adult th- humor.
1: Extreme rated R adult themes. Yeah. We'll just say that.
0: Verging uh, on a <laughs> verging on an N C seventeen, really. It gets it <laughs> it gets pretty Vlogger in there, but uh, man, it's funny. It is hilarious. I'll probably it's sit down more well It's not
1: Done. It's just it's so funny. And what is her name? I'll
0: have it right in front of me. Now. But uh, I heard uh, really If had
1: done something together or do something together. I think the world will. Oh, it's Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah. Um. She. God. She nails it. Killed it. There's just so many different – and besides we were, the adult themes, I mean, there's some seriousness to it. Yes. Yeah. You know, she's dealing with the loss of her friend who had committed suicide. Her friend, her mom. Right. She's got issues herself that she's dealing with. Yeah. But there is a sense of humor that she mixes well, with it. Well, there's,
0: uh, there's a scene that we won't go into that both of us were quoting it to each other right before we started recording that I'm still laughing about. Still, it's just and it's she, so well, good. Well, she breaks
1: the fourth wall a lot, too. Yeah, right? there's a, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of her, like, just looking at the camera, like, really? 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 So, yeah. But, yeah, that and, is my recommendation. Julius was on point with it. Uh, him and I think Glenn are my favorite because, I mean, they, we just share a lot of certain ideas. So um, put that out there.
0: They had <laughs> they had that. <laughs> and uh, Jesse recommended some anime because uh, he is our – Anime go to guy. Yeah. He's our
1: anime uh, correspondent. There we go.
0: um, He put down Demon Slayer and um, who was it? Somebody come back with another one too. Isaac recommended, and I'm going to murder this, but it's Madoka Magica. Uh, Sorry, guys, I did not watch either one of those, but I have one or two I will talk about here in a minute. Um, I'll never
1: judge you until someone can pronounce uh, R.A. Salvatore's Menza Manza Manza Band
0: correctly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Justine come back with uh, Selfless with Ryan Reynolds, uh, Time Trap. She had a bunch. The Expanse, which I've tried to watch The Expanse quite a bit. and
1: I tried to, to watch the uh, first season too, and I, yeah. you know what? I'm going to try to jump back into that too.
0: Uh, Prodigal Son, um, 9-1-1. Hold on, there's a lot. Better than us, uh, Scrubs, Outlander. Why well, is
1: the real MVP uh, for the week, man? Look at Battle that Stars. The I, I'm,
0: I'm not done. Troll. Wow. The beat just going? go. The beat goes on. S.O.A. Sons of Anarchy. I've I've seen. I've watched Sons of Anarchy nonstop. Uh, I used it to love it. it it's a like good last show. Season. I
1: think it's, it started getting too campy. Like uh, how how can you commit like all these these crimes and just go to jail for like just a couple of months. It's like, okay, this is really good.
0: I did want to check out the, that spinoff one. I can't remember the name of it right now, but anyway. uh, Supernatural. Yeah. Supernatural. Uh, I've tried to watch Supernatural quite a few times and uh, just always fall off on it, but people love it. I mean, just absolutely love it. Uh, True Blood. We're both big fans of True Blood. Um, The Vampire Diaries. Never watched uh, the originals. And legacies. Uh, oh, here's some more. Hold on.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: She had some old movies. Uh, what dreams may come. with Robin Williams. Secondhand lines. I have seen secondhand lines, and that movie's flipping awesome. Uh, Band of Brothers is always good. If you got some downtime, you just want to yeah, watch. I some still haven't Band of stuff. Brothers, and I've had HBO for like three or four years. Uh, I love Band of Brothers. Uh, I like it a lot more than The Pacific, uh, but both of them are really good. Uh, Gone with the Wind. I will watch them Gone with the Wind every once in a while. Yes. Thornbirds never did watch. And that ten man miniseries series that uh come on sci fi a few years back. So it's been a quite a few years. But anyway. Uh, oh and and then oh here's some more. Hold on. And then she forgot the island, what? which is the, the island, which is that new uh miniseries on uh Netflix. I heard it I don't know why I was thinking there. of the
1: beach, remember the beach?
0: <laughs> oh and hold on, got some more. What? And then uh, closed it up with Shit's Creek. I've heard lots of good stuff about that Schiff's Creek, too.
1: Hey, at um, this point, she's pretty much going to her well DVD Jessica. collection, right? Blu rays.
0: <laughs> or not Jessica. Justine, thank you for all those suggestions. Um,
1: Justine, girl, you're the real MVP. you the MVP. I know who to come next
0: mm. time I'm quarantined and need something to watch. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure I watched none of those or any of the suggestions that anybody put up there, but that's okay. I still yeah. appreciate it. It's stuff that I can keep in mind. Yeah, um, yeah. so let's go through this list of stuff that I did watch. I watched Rocket Man, the Elton John biop. Did you ever watch okay. that? Nope. It's good. I'm a big Elton John fan. Um it it earns its R rating. Uh there's some there's pretty graphic well there's lots of drug use, lots of cursing and there is one graphic sex scene that uh, pretty rough but overall the movie is excellent uh, can't recommend it enough uh, a lot of people were t- turned off because uh, Taron Egerton, Ed- isn't that his name the, yeah. the one who played him who, who was uh, Eggsy and King, or the Kingsman yeah. uh, I like it um, it really skews more to a musical than a actual movie but it's really good um, I think I – I don't know if I like it as much as I did Bohemian Rhapsody, but it, it would be a close second between those two. Um, I watched the Banana Splits movie. Have you seen this? Do you remember no. that? Ban- okay.
1: Yes, I do. You know who Ban-
0: Banana Splits are? The old Sid and Marty Croft, I think, one of those. But anyway, uh, they've made a movie, and it's a horror movie. Um, They – in, in this timeline, they are still producing the show in present day, and all the banana splits are robots, and the show gets canceled, and there's a glitch in their system, and they start murdering people. Uh, it's pretty so good. So it's
1: like Westworld, but with a, with a nostalgia.
0: Yeah, and banana splits are the ones doing the killing, yeah. Wow, oh, okay. But it's pretty good. Um, I always liked it, but I remember waking up early – of the morning and the banana splits TV show would be on. And I could sing that song right now.
1: Now um, they're, you're waking up and they're killing people.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty graphic. It's got some pretty good, uh, gore scenes in there. Time is the flat circle. Um, then last week I mentioned, um, one of my favorite podcasts has become uh, the Dell junior download. Cause I like NASCAR and I like Dell junior. Well, this week, he had um, Rick Hendrick on. And if you don't know who Rick Hendrick is, which I'm going to assume most people don't, he is a NASCAR owner. And after Dell Earnhardt died and Dell Jr. left DEI, which is Dell Earnhardt Incorporated, going way down this NASCAR hole, uh, he signed with Rick Hendrick to race. And that team, and he raced with him until he retired due to concussion uh, last year. So, anyway, Rick Hendrick was on there, and they had this great conversation. And Days of Thunder is pretty much based on Rick Hendricks' life up to that point. Really? Yeah. Um huh. I didn't know that. Uh, but, anyway, I had known about that beforehand, but he was on there talking about it and so on and so forth. So, I ended up watching, of course, Days of Thunder because that's a freaking great movie in the first place. But. Um, then I decided – then they got to talk about Stro- Stroker Ace, which is a Burt Reynolds movie about NASCAR racing. So I watched it. Um, man, that's a good movie. <laughs> it's it, Burt Reynolds is in it, and it's directed by Hal Needham, who did Smoking the Bandit 1 and 2 and Cannonball Run 2, among other things. But anyway, um, if you like NASCAR, I suggest you watch it. If you don't, I understand. Uh, teach is on on that. So there's that. Next up, everybody's been talking about the dead don't die. The uh, Bill Murray and uh, what's-his-name uh, from Star Wars, Kylo Ren. Oh. Uh, Adrian Brody. Is that right?
1: <laughs> wait, wait. You think Adrian Brody's in Star Wars?
0: No. See, I'm telling you, dude, I'm on this medication, <laughs> so you got to give me a break. What's, what's his Adam Is Adam uh, – Adam Driver? Like, no. Uh, but do you know what movie I'm talking about? The zombie one?
1: Yeah.
0: Did, have you seen it? Uh,
1: no, not. I've not. I've heard about it. But yeah, his name is Adam Driver.
0: Is it Adam Driver? Thank you. Yeah.
1: See, it's, I, definitely I, not he, a, it's definitely not Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody.
0: I know who Adrian Brody is now. I don't know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm
1: I, got you messed up. I'm
0: telling you, I'm taking some potent stuff for this uh, sickness. But anyway, they're in it, and... Uh, it's not that yeah, good. Yeah,
1: that guy plays uh, Han's son, Richard Dreyfus.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: Dad. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. Sorry. Are you done? <laughs> okay, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Bye. Well,
0: it's not that good. I was just yeah. playing. Yeah, I remember. Richard like Dreyfuss? Oh, my
1: God. These are not the droids you're looking Okay, go ahead. Stop.
0: Uh, moving on from there, we'll just bypass that one the rest of the way. Uh, Jonathan had uh, recommended that we should watch after the zombie um, discussion we had a few weeks back, uh, Train to Busan, and I watched it today. And, And man, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you, Jonathan, next time warn me when it's a father-daughter zombie movie ahead of time because, man, it's rough. And it's, it's really good, though. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh it 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 had me on my seat at the edge of my seat for it's two it's right at two hours and for most of the two hours I was sitting up straight. Uh, uh it has fast zombies in it. Uh, but it does some neat things uh with them. Uh well one there's one neat mechanic that they show in there. Um but I liked it a lot. Um, I'll have to give it credit. It's a zombie movie that I did like. And then from there, I fell into a nice uh, anime hole. I, uh, I, f- I found this one on Netflix, Netflix sorry, called uh, Cabinari of the Iron Fortress, the okay. Battle of Unato. Okay. And I was like, okay, this series looks cool. It's, uh, it's zombies. It's an anime spin on zombies. But anyway, um, apparently – this is a movie that Netflix split into three episodes. I didn't know that because it, you just, you fall right into the story itself. And the iron fortress is a train and, um, they're trying to clear a path across, um, wherever they're at. I can't remember now, but anyway, um, it's good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It, you should check it out. It's only three. It's, Three 30-minute episodes, and it uh it's uh, – I enjoyed it quite a bit. Now, I mean, it's got anime trappings in it and stuff, but, like, not in a bad way. Uh, I thought it was real good. And then from there, the other night, I was sitting here, and it was about midnight, and I couldn't go to sleep, and I don't know if it was the meds or what, but I woke up, and I just couldn't go back to sleep, and so I started – looking for something on Netflix to watch to put me to sleep. And I found this show called The uh, Sword Art Online. And oh my gosh. I'm addicted. It's 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 so good. It's got two seasons and then it's got another series that spins off out of it. Um, uh, each, this season's 25 episodes and I'm on about 18 or 19 right now. And uh, basically what it is this guy invents a uh MMO called Sword Art Online or no yeah Sword Art Online and he uh the on the uh, launch day everybody that uh joins gets trapped in the MMO
1: oh it's fun
0: and the only way you can get out is you have to scale uh 100 levels and beat the final boss and if you die at, and, and these kinds of things, you know, if you die in game, you die in real life and that kind of thing. And you have your loner hero and blah, blah, blah. But it's really good. I'm, enjoying, I'm digging it quite a bit. There's actually a video game based on it. Did I you finally
1: watch Attack on Titan? Uh,
0: I've seen the first season. And uh, let's see. I watched the first season and the second season's on Hulu. And I started watching it, and then something happened, and I fell off of it. Keep meaning to go back and finish watching it, because it's up to, like, season three right now, isn't it? Remember, right? So that's a good show, too. I like that in quite a bit. So it's hard for me to find anime that I like, though, because um, I I don't know. When I was watching anime big time, it was, uh, of course, movies and stuff, not so much TV shows, but, like, Akira and – Stuff like that. So it's hard for me to find something I really grab onto. Other than, my favorite uh, is
1: always Neon Genesis Evangelion.
0: Yeah, well, since we're talking about it, that's my recommend, re- recommendation for the week. We'll just go ahead and get them both out of the way right now. Heck yeah, I might as well go ahead and build um, a
1: press for the rest of the day and week, whatever you watch it.
0: I think um, I think Akira, well, no, the first true anime I remember watching was Voltron back in the day. And you could rent it at the video store here, and I'd rent it all the time.
1: Which, by the way, let's get this out of the way. Voltron, that theme song, it still
0: slaps to this day. Oh yeah, I can. I'm filming it
1: right
0: now. Oh
1: God, it slaps.
0: So good. It was probably Voltron, and then it rolled on from there, and there was like all kinds of different little animes and stuff like this. I would watch, and but. Uh, then I found uh, Ghost of the Shell and Ninja Scroll and stuff like that and it sent me down that hole and then started going to conventions and uh, buying pirated bootleg copies of the uh, anime and stuff I had, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and so on and so forth back in the day and uh, went from there and then I kind of fell off after a while I think after DBZ, Dragon Ball Z run its course I kind of uh, lost some interest or it could have been the whole get married thing too. Uh, but, uh, and I've never really found too much that drags me back in, you know, kind of like X-Men has with, uh, comic books, but man, I, neon Genesis. I, I, I don't know if I just saw a preview for it or something, but I went out to a Sam Goody in Knoxville and bought the first, uh, like four episodes on VHS. They come out in chunks on VHS, and I was hooked. I had to go to Knoxville every few weeks to make sure there wasn't a new, a new one that come out. Man, that's such a good show.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree. Uh, you told me a lot about it, and I think it was Micah at the theater, uh, loaned me the DVDs or whatever. I do not – I'm not a fan of the new
0: Eng- English dub, though.
1: Yeah, i ain't
0: I'm not either. They don't do much for me. Uh, A lot of people think you're, like, uh, that you've got issues if you prefer the English dub to the actual Japanese dub. Uh, But, like, for Evangelion, I've always liked that English dub on there. I thought they did a really good job with it. Um, I understand why sometimes because there's a lot of stuff, like in Dragon Ball Z, that got changed when they did the English dub from the Japanese. But uh that's one that I've always liked. And sometimes I'm just lazy and don't feel like reading mm-hmm. while I'm watching. Uh so that's another thing. But uh yeah, that new that new I, I quit watching it actually. Uh I made it up to the the one where Asuka and Shinji have to do the dance, the choreographed dance. Well, I can't remember, you know, that's yeah. the episode. Right now. But I made it to about right there before I finally was like, this just ain't doing it for me. But now we've both watched the uh, the rebuild that they're doing, too. They're up to th- the third rebuild come out, and that changes everything. Remember we watched, what was it, the third one that we watched? And, like, they completely take it in a whole new oh yeah thing, so... But anyway, if you want a good animated watch, I can't recommend Neon Genesis Evangelion enough. Now, when you get to the end, you just have to stick with it because it does get kind of uh, out there a little bit. Uh, It is hard to follow at times, but at the same time, uh, (laughs) stick through it, watch that, watch the end of the Evangelion movie. Uh, you really don't have to watch the – what's the other one? Uh, Death and Rebirth, if I'm thinking right. I can't remember right now. But anyway, uh, you don't really need it because it's more of a recap. But, uh, man, it's so good. So there you go. We both knocked out our weekly recommendations for this week, which is good because we didn't even give one last week. <laughs> I I got off. I was like, oh, man, we forgot to do recommendations. But that's okay. I was okay. actually
1: going to count the TJ episode because he gives recommendations. He gave like three or four. So So I think he did it enough for everybody. So we're good.
0: uh, Oh, and I did want to touch on one other thing, and then we'll get on into news real quick. Um, Sid Haig died this week, or last week. uh, Um,
1: Man, ugh.
0: And I'm assuming that most of our listeners will know who that is, but if you don't, he was an actor probably best known for – the House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. Um, but he has been acting forever. And uh, it's just sad. Uh, he was really big into uh, the 70s, Groundhouse Cinema movies and stuff like that, which I like. So I knew him from that. I'd seen him in stuff before uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, but that was really my first introduction. That I didn't realize that some of the other stuff he had been in that I'd seen. But uh, it's just sad. I knew he'd been in bad health. Um, on IMDb, his first uh, first credited thing here is uh, the host from 1960, and he pretty much was steady all the way through. Um, I'll just fire off a couple here. Uh, he was in the Untouchables TV show. He was on the Batman TV show as Royal Hypocrisy. <laughs> Uh, Star Trek, the original Star Trek, he was in there. The Man from U.N.C.L.E. Uncle. Um, trying to get up. Uh, C.H.A. 1138, The oh, Big Doll House. Uh, then uh, he was in a lot of movies with Pam Grier in the '70s. Uh, Coffee. I was gonna say. Uh, Black Alama, Mama, like White yeah. Mama. Yeah, yeah. I was getting Ryan. that. million. So, I mean, he did a lot of stuff. Uh, He, you know, he was uh, Tarantino used him in uh, Kill Bill Volume 2. He had a scene and he had a part in it. He was the, uh, uh, it was the, what part was that? It's been so long since I've watched it.
1: He was in Jackie Brown as well.
0: Jackie Brown. Uh, So, he's been around for quite a while. I just hated seeing see him go. He did get to film a scene for uh, Three from Hell. Um, Sadly, it wasn't what Zombie wanted him to be in it, but his health was failing, so uh, Zombie uh, was able to redo his script and include him in it. Uh, He said that he was really proud of what he – Zombie said he was really proud of what he got to do in that. And he only had one scene, but he said he's really proud of it. So – you know, it's just sad um, because I, I, I've i always liked uh, House of we talked about four, but House of the Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects are two of my favorites. And I've always liked oh, the dude, character. Oh, dude, I'm sorry.
1: He was uh, – he played uh, the uh, bartender.
0: Yes. At the strip the bartender, below. yep. Yep. Sorry. That's all right. So – but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there too because I um, always hate to see um, actors – Go oh, well. He's in bone bone tomahawk too. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, but uh, just cool. hate to see him go. It's sad. So uh, there you go. Said, hey, you will be missed. Uh, but that's about it for me, Clay. This week, finally. Like I said, it's amazing what you can get done when you have. I was going to say, I think we can time. wrap
1: up this podcast now. Three hours later, just of you and your uh, media consumption while you've been sick.
0: I'm telling you. Uh, but now we'll, we got a little bit of news. Uh, not much. Uh, we don't. We'll hit it real quick because we got some emails I want to get to as well, stuff like that. So, uh, first up on uh, news front, we'll hit some movie stuff. Jurassic uh, World three to bring back original cast members Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. This is uh, per IGN. Uh, what do you think? You excited? Oh well, yeah, does
1: course
0: did you watch hey, well the last... I, mean, I
1: follow jeff goblum to the depths of hell anyways.
0: Yeah. yeah did you watch the last uh jurassic world movie i did not i couldn't remember if we talked about it or not i was not a big fan of it uh the first one i actually had a pretty good time with it's, it's a fun movie the the second one it just didn't hit the same i don't know i was expecting something different i think from what they were doing I will
1: watch this one though
0: i will I, st- <clears throat> I still need to watch that um little short that they release for that. I still haven't gotten the chance. So I'm with you though. I'm pretty excited. Um, I hope they have a bigger part. Uh, Goldblum didn't really have that big of a part and he was in the last one as well, but his part wasn't that big. I hope they have a a pretty hefty part in it. So we'll see, but exciting to hear. Uh, Next up uh, on the DC front, uh, the Batman movie directed by Matt Reeves. It looks like they're going to get, uh, Jonah Hill for Penguin or Riddler, and Jeffrey Wright uh, for Commissioner Gordon. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Jonah Hill. Um, I don't know. I could see more as the sure. Penguin than I, than I than as uh the Riddler. And then I'm all about. I love Jeffrey Wright in Westworld. And
1: Jimmy Rapp's good in anything, man. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see him being Commissioner Gordon. I'd like to. Johnny Hill, Gordon. yeah, I don't really picture him as the Riddler because I guess I Riddler has always been very tall and lanky in yeah. almost everything he's ever been in, yeah, yeah. whether it's comics or movies.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I could see Hill as more of a penguin character than as a uh, Riddler, definitely. It's just, I don't know. So we'll see. And of course, you got Robert Pattinson coming in as. The Batman. So we'll see. But where let's. That goes. I mean,
1: if they're going to make this nice and gritty and stuff like that, at least give life to you, the or Penguin. Just I don't want people to sit here and continue to try to pull a Heath Ledger, you know, mm-hmm. and just try to be. Uh, just stop it. Just breathe some life into these characters. They don't have to be all at like the Joker. And that's what I'm fearful of. I'm just fearful that they're just going to continue to go
0: down that route. So. Well, I'm gonna get with you hopefully next weekend and. We're gonna go check out that new Joker flick.
1: Heck yeah, man!
0: So I'm gonna get up with you. We'll come back and talk about that because um, it just the buzz is getting better and better about it. Other than uh, them having all that stuff, I'm not gonna go into with uh, the violence stuff. Yeah, the violence and stuff. So, but I'm not gonna hit on it here. But I'm I'm pretty excited about what we're about to see with that one. Especially after all the nay thing everybody's done leading up to it, so should be good. Uh, then we've got uh, Marvel's Kevin Feige developing a Star Wars movie for Disney. Good. Uh, I'm for it. I mean, I don't think they've done bad with what they've done so far, personally. No, um, I
1: agree. And me and Brandon were talking about this, about fatigue. He feels like there's a lot of Star Wars fatigue. And I'm like, well, mm, I don't know. Um, I really think – that I mean, I, I don't know. can't really explain why. Maybe solo. I thought it was weird that they did a solo, solo movie. I'd rather have done like a Boba Fett or a Yoda, something that explores like a – something completely different. I want a different timeline for the Star Wars, but – I'm ready to get away from the, uh, the Skywalker saga. I'm ready mm-hmm. to close the book on it, and I'm ready to do some really cool stories in different timelines, just something different. It doesn't even have to be Jedi anymore. I mm-hmm. won't, you know. I, mean, I want not hunters, which I guess is what we're getting in the
0: Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian. But continue. I mean,
1: as long as the quality is good, yes, inject it into my
0: veins. Well, I'm ready for the the Ryan Johnson ones myself personally. I'm yeah. excited to see what he's going to do, and of course the uh, Weiss and off ones that are are out there too the game of Thrones dudes so I'm with you though um I don't know I love solo um, I think a it's lot a of people, I think a lot of people just had a bad taste in their mouth from the last jedi which I don't understand myself but you know um, whatever uh, maybe there was too much happening too fast of course you know the uh, galaxies is open at Disney World now, and they're talking about the uh, the attendance being down for it, which is good for me because I'm going to uh, November now. So
1: attendance is probably down because it's expensive. I mean, I'm sorry, Uh, I can't. I mean, can they? I'm gonna have to like sell a kidney just to get into that and just enjoy everything.
0: You know, it's well, it's included with your base base ticket, so it's not an extra ticket cost. Oh, is it not? Okay, no, it's included in your. Base ticket price. about so lightsaber?
1: How much that gonna cost me?
0: Uh, a I'm lightsaber. Here, but... Okay. Did I tell you? So when we started planning our trip, I told Ella Kate that I would like that me and her to have a good time if we could go make a. You can make droids. You can make a BB-8 or an R2. Right. And I was like, that would be fun. And Ellicate asked her if she'd like to do that. She said, yes, I'd love to. I was like, cool. It's a hundred dollars to make one. But it moves and everything, and you're making it. And I was like, well, that's not terrible. Now, to make a lightsaber, $200. Yes. $200. I said we will not be making lightsabers. Uh, As cool as it would be, it's just like, you know, it's like, gosh, that's just crazy. So, but anyway – uh, we veered off subject, which is normal. Um, yeah, I'm with you, Kevin Feige. Uh, bring it on. Let's see what kind of Star Wars movie you can make. I mean, you know, as long as it doesn't affect his Marvel Marvel movies, I'm good. That's the Man, only thing.
1: Just make quality movies. I, I, yeah. I, I don't listen. I've got the Skywalker stuff out of my system now. Well, I mean, I will after last or the Rise yeah. of Skywalker, or whatever. Yeah. Just do some. You've got an entire universe to do cool stuff. I'm tired of. Oh my God, the Jedi! What's this
0: person they gonna fight? No, stop it! Let's do something yeah. cool. So, I agree. And so that's about it for movie news this week. Uh, there wasn't much happening on the TV front. I know all this stuff's premiering, but I really don't watch that much TV, so I kind of veered off from it. I do have a couple of game-related ones here, though. Um, I put this in here, Clay, because I know you play Call of Duty more than I do, and its uh, fans are upset over Call of Duty. Modern Warfare's year-long PS4 exclusive mode, um, and this is from IGN. What do you think? Um, I don't, I can't remember what the, I don't know what the mode is because I don't follow that much. Um, have you seen this? Does it bother you that there's a mode that's only going to be on PS4?
1: So I've, <laughs> I've been me. out of the Call of Duty game for a while. I mean, I have purchased Black Ops, Stream Black Ops 4 a lot. That's because of the zombie mode. And if they had just did a separate Zombie Survival, I would buy that instead of the full base game just because it's just gotten crazy. So with this Modern Warfare, I was very interested because they're bringing back the Spec Ops, which is like a, a co-op yeah. set of yeah. missions that you can play on easy, you know, medium, and hard, whatever. But they also have a survival as well, kind of like a horde mode in Gears. Mm-hmm. This survival mode is going to be on PlayStation for a year which to me makes no sense.
0: It's crazy Obviously because... Obviously, they,
1: they want people to buy PlayStations. PlayStation. I get that, but just for... Uh, literally, if you take the percentage of the game, I can't remember which uh, community uh, leader came out uh, from Activision. said so It's literally just 1% of the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, the thing is, though, Call of Duty comes out every year. By the time this c- is up and it's available on Xbox, everybody's going to be moved on to the next Call of Duty anyway. Well,
0: and the, the crazy thing is the game out of the gate is going to be cross-platform. Exactly. So, you're You're alienating, yeah, it's only one percent, but you're still alienating that one percent that has a friend that's on a different system, you know and can't play it with his friend that's on p s four um, I just think it's kind of odd that they would do that, um I realize that there's deals that are made and exclusives, we both know all about that stuff, so um but especially but
1: we're getting towards the end of the console um. Generations, you mm-hmm. know, we're getting ready to move on to you know PlayStation Five or whatever the next uh, iteration of the Xbox will be. But um, I, I don't really care. And this is the thing, though: if people are going to get so bad of shape, then vote with your dollar. Don't buy the damn game. You know, I'm glad, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to tell you this: I've been somewhat disappointed with how the coalition has dealt with the transactions with Gears of War. Now, does it really affect me that bad? No, because I'm I'm not gonna buy I'm not gonna buy anything, I'm not gonna waste my money on that stuff, you know. Um, but I know there are people out there that that will do that, and they are upset right now. I was on the Reddit for it, and they are just up in arms. And I'm like, well, did you buy the game? No, they have it on Game Pass.
0: You well, talking about the, okay. the marketplace stuff?
1: Yeah, like they just came mm-hmm. out with an execution that you can buy. It's eight bucks to buy. That's stupid. When back in the day, back in the day, being like you know, Gears of War three, you can unlock stuff mm-hmm. by just you know doing stuff in the game. So I understand that that's the nature of the beast, and that a lot of video game companies are going to be are going to be doing stuff like this. They're just trying to squeeze that's whatever money be- they can get out. But thank you. So as a consumer, you can vote with your dollar. Don't buy the it. Yeah,
0: you know, man. The thing is, there'll be people that pay for that, and yep. you know, why would you quit doing it if people are going to pay for it? Just like all the microtransactions in these phone games we were talking about, I mean, people are going to pay that to get that leg up. So, I mean, do you blame the companies for not stopping it? No.
1: Well, you can blame um, them for praying. Those are prey tactics.
0: Well, I know. I, mean, but you know, I know, but literally you know what I'm saying. You tap
1: into, you know, mm-hmm. psychological stuff with your brain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I wouldn't be surprised if they actually hire people to take advantage of that.
0: So. Oh, I'm sure. So – But uh, see, moving on from that one, uh, this next one I just want to throw out there real quick, too, and then finish up. Um, Xbox One Game Streaming Service Project xCloud goes public in October, and you can sign up for the beta now. This is from Polygon. Uh, Brandon had put it out there on the Facebook page, and I wanted to bring it up here, too, because I think it's pretty neat if it works like it's supposed to. Uh, The only problem is I signed up for the beta, but it's all Android-based.
1: Yeah, I've noticed
0: that. It's kind of dumb um, to me. I mean, okay, it's fine if you don't want to do the iOS, but, like, I can't use my Surface, you know. I can't do it on my Surface or anything. So I don't know, but I went ahead and signed up for it. Um, I think it would be neat if they can get it to work right. Um, It'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, lag and stuff you get while you're playing, if any. Uh, you know, that's the way I, it's going, so...
1: I have a feeling that that's going to be kind of the future of gaming. Yeah. I mean, who knows, really, but...
0: Well, um, I mean, Google, Google Stadia, the whole thing is streaming, so...
1: But this is another thing that I think about, though, and this is one thing that we're going away from. You know, when you're buying... Uh, back in the day, when you are buying a Nintendo game, but, you know, really before online gaming, you're buying a physical copy. You own that copy. Mm-hmm. And you can do what you will with it. You know, now if I buy something digitally, it's only as good as how long Microsoft's gonna honor it for. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they I mean I know the plan is is to continue. Whatever you buy now is to carry over in future versions of the Xbox.
0: Unless you're and, on Nintendo and then you don't. Well, let's, get
1: to. Right. <laughs> but to me though, what if and I have been on Xbox Live for like fifteen years now, the entire time I've been on there I have been um, I've been banned for usually about a week uh, for uh, I think three different times one I think uh, just was pissing somebody off because they pissed me off and uh, two or three guys I guess were all friends and they just sent in a ban and I got banned another one I really told a guy that he should die so that that's fair I
0: remember uh, that one. But,
1: it's, <laughs> but the thing is though um, I can't do anything with that and what if I violate their terms and agreement which I'm not going to uh, they have the right to suspend uh, pretty much where I cannot use my account ever unless mm-hmm. I was to start anew. So any kind of digital purchases, they go down the toilet. And that, I guess that's also kind of the pluses and the negatives behind you know, physical copies versus digital copies. Um, but, yeah, uh, just think about this future here with streaming, and I wonder, though, I mean, I don't know if we'll be buying physical copies of anything. Maybe everything will
0: just be a rental service. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's just
1: the future is here. The future is now. Whatever.
0: So it'll be interesting to see where we go. I mean, Game Pass. Uh, I love what they're doing. And just think, I mean, if you have Game Pass and you and you can do this cloud stuff, you don't have to worry about download times or nothing. You just, hey, I'm going to play whatever. Clay, let's get together and play whatever. And you'd be like, okay, hold on. Right. So you don't have to download or nothing. Uh, Do need to get a Bluetooth Xbox controller, though, because you'll need one to hook up to your Android device. I also need one for my Apple Arcade stuff, too. Um, Some of them games are tough to play on your phone, just touchscreen. But anyway, uh, pretty interesting stuff. We'll see where it goes. And that is it for news, my friend. Unless you've got anything else you want to throw out there, but I think we pretty much covered.
1: I'm ready to hear whatever email it was sent.
0: Well, we got two emails this week, my friend. Cool. So, uh, first up this week on emails, uh, Josh wrote back in, uh, what franchise keeps pumping out movies that you guys feel should have ended long ago? Pirates of the Caribbean comes to mind for me, but there are many, uh, many out there. Uh, and that's from Josh. What are you think, Clay? Uh, DC.
1: Warner Which Brothers. Was- all of them. <laughs> Which one? All of them. All of the DC movie
0: uh movies Oh, verse, cinema oh verse, whatever you want to them. DC, it. okay. Yeah. Uh well, you know, they're talking reboot with Abrams signing his big deal there, so we'll see what happens. Uh they're gonna keep trying until they get it right. Or they go bankrupt.
1: Um, Pirates Ford is Or Disney one. buys them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How crazy um, would that be? hell, I thought, Mickey Mouse.
0: Um, Pirates uh, is a good one that comes to mind because um, I didn't see a need. Really, I didn't see a need after the first one, honestly. I thought two and three were okay, but, like, I would have been fine if there had never been another one after the first one. Um... People always say Fast and the Furious franchi- uh, franchise, but they pivoted so hard with four that uh, I, I I don't agree with that. I really do enjoy what they do with those movies now. Um, I don't know if it can sustain. We'll see. They're filming the next installment of the main franchise right now. So, um, but I was trying to think if there's anything else off the top of my head. I can't think of nothing. You got anything?
1: I mean it's just the same vicious cycle with Hollywood. Uh, you know, let's take the Saw series, you know, and then they had Saw every year and then they finally stopped and they waited like a year or two and then they released another Saw movie. And I'm sure mm-hmm. it did okay, but I mean they haven't released anything or our news about anything else. But um it's like that they'll they'll sit on these franchises and wait and then, then they'll just start releasing them again and again. And it's just again every
0: everyone does that. Every company. So So I'm sticking with Pirates. I, I like that, that one. That's a good example. And uh speaking of franchises and reboots and stuff, Glenn wrote in again. Uh well we got a tie at the uh, leaderboards four to four. I know. Glenn's got the lead. He That's was the first. So Glenn. Oh, was the okay. first to write in, so he's always going to have that, that extra one step our up on everybody, yeah.
1: Cool.
0: Uh, Glenn writes in, admittedly, most of the reboots of things that we loved as children have been disappointing. But what is something that has either not been rebooted from your childhood that you would like to see rebo- rebooted or something that you think deserves a better reboot? And that's from Glenn. What do you think?
1: Uh, this is the Dino Riders.
0: <laughs> hell yeah dude dino riders um, I mean think about it I mean
1: how cool is it that you've got like dinosaurs and you've got like the what is it, the the human the humans versus the aliens whatever and mm-hmm. they take over and put like all kinds of cool guns and stuff on dinosaurs that is cool
0: that's I thought I was cool
1: as a kid I'm still thinking at 37 that's cool I would watch a live of action. You know what? Masks, Dino Rodgers? Give me the Hasbro. Now, I don't think Donald Rodgers Rogers Hasbro was it.
0: I can't remember. Uh, give Donna me Rodgers. the
1: Hasbro Cinematic
0: Universe. I want to see no, masks. Well, I want to see all of those. They keep talking about that. Let's not. Let's not go there. Uh, for me, uh, it's pretty easy. It would be uh, Transformers. Uh, it just it, it it's never been right with the. Michael Bay garbage. Um, I gave him a pass. I think on the first one because it was kind of funny, and it had some cool moments in it with some throwback lines from the movie, the 1986 animated movie, I should say. But um,
1: I've always wanted. Same
0: song. Go ahead. Sorry. I've always wanted a uh, a true proper Transformers movie, and I think they actually come a long way towards doing that with uh, the Bumblebee movie um, it felt more like a Transformers movie than any of the Michael Bay stuff did um, and of course G.I. Joe is in there too um, That I remember that first the first one that come out and uh, it's just I don't know It's but it's hard to take something like that from your childhood and ever have it live up to what you would hope it would be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I'd like to see a good He-Man, which they're trying to get off the ground right now. Um, I can think of, I I would like to, I mean, I would like to see the Muppets movies uh, do better than what they've done the last few, to be honest. Um, Other than that, I was trying to think if there's anything else. No, that's the first thing that comes to mind for me. Really, is the Transformers, because that was like that was my jam as a kid. Uh, I loved GI Joe too, but like Transformers was like Optimus Prime. It was was it. That was what it was all about. Like Mass come along and kind of took some of that thunder away from them for a while, but um, it was always Transformers. And that uh, I mean, I can sit down and watch the movie, the '86 movie, right now. Uh, it's so good. So I really, I don't think you can do much of
1: with GoBots, to be honest. I mean, GoBots, you know, the third rate
0: transformer. Uh, uh, yeah. I remember you'd go to school and your buddies would have this awesome transformer and you'd have a little bitty baby GoBot. Hey guys, look what I got. And they'd just look at you like, what the crap you, Why would you bring that to our transformers party?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: So this is travesty, but that's it. Um, our, let's see and that's it for email this week folks uh, thanks for sending them in Josh and Glenn uh, don't forget you can send those to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com send them in uh, we'll answer them, for, answer them for you they can be anything you want them to be we will answer it to the best of our knowledge uh, Clay you got anything else you want to mention this week
1: no, nah, man, I'm good. It was nice to actually record now instead of later on, even though I'm already getting tired. Ugh, gosh,, well, um,
0: yeah, um, we'll be back next week. um I, we're gonna get together and decide Because uh, 'cause we'll be into october next recording play, so we need to decide what uh movie we want to discuss, look back on as Halloween rolls around.
1: Definitely, we'll be talking about Halloween. Gotcha.
0: Well, I, yeah, yeah. I, but I, you know what I'm saying. We need to decide what we want to go with first. I'm, I'm leaning towards the thing, honestly, because mm-hmm. yeah, we talked about too. that, and I love that movie, and I haven't watched it in a long time. But um, I'll get up with you this week, and we'll talk about that. Good. Um, and that's it this week, folks. Uh, if I sound a little rough again, I'm sorry. It's uh been a rough week. Well, not rough. I mean, obviously, I laid around and watched a bunch of movies. It wasn't that bad. But uh, I'm on the road to recovery. Um, Hopefully, this will post on time, which I think it will. Um, As always, you can find us at all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on all of them, but especially on Apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, That really helps us get our uh, fingerprint out there and be noticed by people, or footprint, I should say. But uh, anyway... Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook page yet, please go ahead and do that. Uh, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere and join us over there. We've had some real good conversations uh, this week. I've not been as active as I would like to have been, but uh, I was sleeping a lot of the time too. So um, join us over there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram at RFN underscore podcast. Uh, don't forget to send in your emails. Uh, with any questions or comments, to rfn.podcast1 at com. And, Clay, if I'm not mistaken, they cannot find you on social media anymore, am I right?
1: <laughs> Pretty much, man. I've been taking the whole – I mean, the reason I'm on Twitter is because I've talked with a lot of Cubs fans and some other random stuff, but uh, recently with the Cubs not making the playoffs and me just getting so frustrated with human, humans in general, like the fans of baseball, I decided just to take a vacation, so I'm off for now. I'm off that. I'm off Facebook. I'm off Instagram. Man, it's like I'm off the grid, son.
0: It's it's actually actually nice. I'm not really paying attention to my law. I've been down here, and it's just nice. i
1: Facebook since February, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, the only time I'm on Facebook is for uh, work. Um, you know, I help maintain the work Facebook, but uh, you know, I don't have my personal account out there anymore, so I don't have yeah. to see garbage.
0: Them. Well, I'll just let you know what kind of garbage spews out of it. So, uh, <laughs> as always, you can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. I'm Jason Hall. He's Clay Dawson. And we are out. Konnichiwa.